Good evening and welcome to Cannabis Network Radio. That was the Burning Trees. Check them out. Um, today is Tuesday, June 25th, 2013. I hope everyone is doing well this evening out there in digital audio listener land. I think that's the uh, verbiage that we're going to use. I am here in studio this evening with our audio tech extraordinaire, Justin. How are you doing this evening, Not sir? bad, Dave. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. And our show producer, Ed Bone. What's happening, Dave? Doing I'm good. Doing all right. So, gentlemen, tell me something good. How has your week been? How was your weekend? Anything fun, exciting happen? Nothing yet. No? But the week's still early. Weekend. How was your weekend? Your past, of, past, past lot, weekend? Oh, past weekend? past weekend? A lot of home improvements. Honeydew list stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I made myself a honeydew. How about you, Ed? I have one weekend? good thing that happened this weekend. Oh, yeah? Uh, I got a king-size bed, finally. Wow. Oh, What'd you have before? Queen. Oh, all right. Yeah, I need to upgrade. I got to get yeah, a, man, a king-size bed, That's too. I needed some real estate with with the wife being pregnant and everything. Yeah. <laughs> you falling off the bed? Falling off the bed. I actually, it actually happened to me like a few months ago. I, mean, I have a queen size bed, and and you know between the dog and the <laughs> friend and myself, like I found myself like at the edge of the bed, like and I had to get up and like one of those middle night things, and then you just roll just over, just like <laughs> and next thing I'm on the floor, and it's yeah. like all right, you know whatever. So when you really realize. The space is when you come back, and maybe they've like spread out I've just a to little adapt. extra, I've and you're like, to adapt. "Plus, I'm shrinking, so you know that's always a a plus, a plus, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, or a minus in this case, you know, yeah, I guess, you know, I like shrinking. I like the fact that I'm, I'm getting smaller-ish, so you know, it's a good thing. All right, so tonight's show, um, we're going to talk about the wonderful world of edibles. Um, marijuana cuisine. Um, we're going to talk about different processes to make oils, butters, um, tinctures. Um, that's the etc. part because I couldn't think of the terminology of tinctures. Um, and we're going to talk about some of the best tasting marijuana foods available on the market today. Um, a lot of the foods are referred to as medibles, uh, medical edibles, um, for people that uh, choose not to go ahead and, and smoke cannabis. Um, or vaporize or or use it in some other way. But uh, since uh, two states are legal and, you know, we are hoping for, you know, legalization sometime in the near future, hopefully near future, um, full legalization, we'll refer to them as marijuana edibles. Um, There is a huge gamut of what's available out out there in, in places such as Colorado, Washington State, California, other medical states. Um... And uh, the past weekend at the uh, High Times Medical Cannabis Cup, uh, 10 of the best uh, medibles, at least in California, were named. Uh, We're going to talk about those. Um, I know that uh, last week on Thursday, I talked a little bit about uh, how I make cannabis butter, but there's a few other ways to do it. Uh, We're going to talk about how to make oils and how to extract uh, THC for tinctures. Um, And uh, someone wanted to know what a tincture is, so... uh, Basically, it is um, an herbal extract, um, in this case, cannabis, um, and is usually used um, like ethanol or a grain alcohol. Um, and typically speaking, to make a better type of tincture, if you use like a 
um, food grade ethanol, um, a 25%, which is a low grade. Um, it, it works sometimes the best. Um, and then you can make a cannabis infused tincture, uh, which can be used for a variety of treatments, et cetera, et cetera. And also, um, tinctures are a good thing to keep like a little medicine bottle, dropper bottle, and you can take it with you really without having an issue, um, for access to your medicine. So that's what a tincture is. Um, we're going to be back in about, uh, I don't know, a few minutes, uh, with more cannabis network radio. We'll get into, uh, talking about some medibles and go over, uh, the 10 best, uh, that were rated this past weekend at the uh, high times medical cannabis cup in San Francisco. We'll be back with cannabis network radio in just a moment. Okay, wow, much better. Welcome back to Cannabis Network Radio. I'm your host, David Kowalski. So, um, we're going to get into how to... We're going to start actually with how to make a tincture, and then we're going to start talking about food um, after this. Um, Really, it's quite simple. Um, The best way I recommend is if you have access to sugar trim, which is the direct uh, leaf trim from cannabis plant, use that. Um to make a reasonable amount, uh, try to get about seven ounces of that material, um, and a glass container, uh, that you can go ahead and, um, mix it in. Um, I personally recommend, uh, vodka, um, to, uh, steep the cannabis in. Um, obviously the better quality vodka, um, is the better quality, uh, tincture you're going to get. You also can use uh, rum or whiskey or if you want to change the flavor up, uh, just make sure that it's at least 40% alcohol volume, um, which will prevent mildewing of the plant material in the bottle. Um, Do not use metal or plastic um, because you can have a bad reaction. Uh, I recommend an easy, the easiest thing to do is if you you can't, you you can use an old wine bottle, um, but some people say that the opening is a little too narrow to fit all the material in. Um, I recommend mason jars. Um, those are the best, uh, to use. They're relatively inexpensive. Um, plus towards the end of the process, um, it's easier to use and strain out the material from the tincture. Um, because most Mason jars, the center, uh, metal piece in the top does come out, um, which is where you'll put cheese cloth or, or some sort of filtering cloth when you're draining the tincture into, uh, the bottle or containers that you're going to be using. Uh, one important thing is always do, do not use plastic. Do not use plastic containers. Always use glass. Store it in glass. Keep it in glass. And when the tincture's done, um, put it in glass. Um, basically, what you're uh, going to do is you're going to add, I'm going to say, about four ounces. Um, if you're going to be using powdered, like finely ground bud, use about four ounces. If you're going to be using uh, trim, use about seven ounces. And then you want to completely fill um, the container that you're using and cover it all with alcohol. Make sure that the whole thing is filled up with the vodka or rum or whatever you're using. Um, 
and then stir like use a knife or whatever you want to use to stir around the glass uh, container make sure all the air bubbles are broken there's no uh, air in there and then seal the container up and you're gonna want to go ahead and put it into a cool dark area um, do not put it into the refrigerator it's a little too cold and it does not stay dark in there because you're opening and closing it um, so like the back of a closet um, you know obviously an air-conditioned home uh, is the best uh, you don't want to keep it warm um, because it will in inhibit uh, bacterial growth and it will ruin the tincture um, eight days is the minimum uh, and anywhere from there as long as you keep it in there the longer it will steep and you know I guess uh, be more quality I, I would say really no more than like a month because after that time you're not really going to get any more out of the extract so um, I would say to be on the safe side two weeks 14 days um, would be um, ideal and at least um, twice a day, maybe once in the morning and once before you go to bed, um, go to the container and just shake it around, just make sure it's like moving, so on and so forth. Um, and once you're done, uh, 14 days later, um, just get like a um, like a muslin a muslin or muslin cloth, or you pronounce it, or cheesecloth. Um, I personally like using cheesecloth; it's easier. And then you strain the tincture out. Um, and as I said, you can just put it right on top of the uh, the mason jar and screw the top back on and then it'll go ahead and dump out there's a joke that I missed somewhere apparently um, okie dokie then we're gonna go ahead and uh, then BAM you have your uh, tincture and it's uh, ready to go um, I personally would recommend going to uh, actually look online and find like uh, those glass medicine bottles with like droppers in it and that's one of the most ideal things to um, keep your tincture in um, and you can take it with you um, most people will not know what's in said medicine bottle and you can pick up a lot of tinctures at health food stores of of a variety of other types of items and most of them don't come with labels I know that there's a an oriental Chinese herb store in Tampa that I go to and they have like a whole area of tinctures and none of them really labeled this company's little glass bottles so you know who actually knows what you're buying there but you know I've tried a few of them and they work so uh, but that's pretty much a, a quick rundown of how you make a uh, cannabis uh, tincture um, if you do have any questions in regard to you know what we're talking about this evening or any more information uh, you can always email me at david at cannetradio.com um, you can also go ahead and uh, give me any comments feedback or so show suggestions that you may have um, and while we're talking about cannetradio.com and cannabis network radio in general um, i would like to thank all of our subscribers listening audience um, out there um, who have built cannabis network radio to what it is at the moment um, 12,748 people that uh, have liked our uh, page um, we have uh, this week's uh, social reach of over 77,472 people um, probably be up in the 100,000 range again on Thursday um, one thing that I will ask and request is um, on iTunes uh, go check us out on iTunes go to uh, your iTunes account and uh, subscribe to our podcast um, when I looked the other day I did not look today so I could be wrong and I'm sure I'll be corrected momentarily we were number five actually um, on the list of podcasts um, on iTunes 
um, under cannabis. Uh, there is an area there where you can rate and write a review about Cannabis Network Radio, and I would consider it a personal favor from everyone listening and all our subscribers uh, to please rate us and review us because that helps us out um, in a whole slew of ways, a plethora of different ways. So, And I thank you all in advance for doing so. Um, so, um, now we're going to go ahead and uh, jump into... Um, what went down uh, this past weekend at the High Times Cannabis Cup. Um, the best strains, uh, I did post earlier today a link to those um, uh, on CanNet Radio and also uh, Cannabis Information Network's Facebook pages, so you can go ahead and check out that link and see what strains uh, took the best this past week's Medical Cannabis Cup uh, in San Francisco. Um, right now we're going to talk about... Uh, Medibles and the Medibles strains. The first place um, is was Blackberry Dark Chocolate Bar, and that is uh, River C City Phoenix and Kiva Confections. Um, their website's kivaconfections.com. I actually have had Kiva bars before, um, and they are uh, exceptionally um, good. Um, very well made. Doesn't have uh, a very grainy or um, heavy. Uh, cannabis taste. Um, they are really exquisite uh, chocolate bars. You also have some other uh, confections as well. Um, these be known as Kiva bars and they have been uh, changed I guess now um, to another brand or I guess they still are Kiva. I'm not sure but uh, you can go ahead and check it out um, at kivaconfections.com. Um, second place was one of my favorites, um, Sweetstone Gummy Bears. Um, and you can find out more information about them at sweetstonecandy.com. Um, Sweetstone Candy makes all kinds of, of confections, uh, from gummy bears to chocolates, um, candy cakes, uh, they make hard candies. Um, I have not, I've, I've had their chocolate. I have not had their gummy bears. Um, I definitely would like to go ahead and, and try their gummy bears um, because I, I like gummy bears. That's all it is. And they're 40 milligrams of THC in the gummy bears. So that's always a, a positive. Um, so gummy bears um, brings a whole new meaning to, to sing the gummy bear song. You guys remember the gummy bear song at all? Like gummy bears dancing everywhere. Oh, whatever. Yeah, I didn't know it either um, until uh, a friend of mine went ahead and... and and uh, introduced me to it, and you know, I did a YouTube search for it. And it really is there. Really is a gummy bear song. It's it's kind of tacky and cheesy, but funny nonetheless. Um, but yeah, that is uh, again Sweetstone gummy bears. Uh, you can check it out sweetstonecandy.com. Um, the next third place was strawberry lemonade um, from Buds and Roses and the Venice Cookie Company. Um, you can check them out at venicecookiecompany.com. Um, now, it is 72 milligrams of THC, um, and I would recommend probably about half a serving um, of those uh, cookies. Um, and uh, it's, uh, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff for sure. Um, they have all kinds of, of stuff as well. I mean, chocolate seems to be the the pretty uh predominant um item that they have um their lemonades are actually drinks um so kind of like dixie elixirs uh, i think i talked about their stuff uh, last week 
Um, if you have a drink, you know, 75, 100 milligrams, um, I definitely recommend sharing that with somebody um, as opposed to pounding it yourself. Um, I did that. I, I went ahead and pounded a whole bottle myself when I was in Colorado and uh, <coughs> definitely felt pleasant um, afterwards. Not really in a working mode, but uh, definitely pleasant. Um, now, the Venice Cookie Company um, has uh, Tootsie Bars. They have chocolate bars. Um, they have peppermint patties. They have um, butter cookies. They have chocolate pyramids. They have macaroons. Um, they have one macaroon. That's a 144-milligram uh, macaroon. Um, I have not tried it. I really would like to try it. They have coconut oil. They have honey, um, olive oil. Um, now, one thing to keep in mind is, unfortunately, all these companies are in California, and these are considered medibles. Um, they are not available uh, for consumption to general public, so I know this is kind of a tease, but I still want to mention and talk about it so everyone out there in digital uh, listener land will actually know what exactly is happening out there in places like California and Denver with, with these uh, edibles that are available. Um, the next is uh, Hearts of Hemp Granola Bar. Um, they got an honorable mention. Um, basically, it's it's what it says. It is a granola bar. Uh, it's packaged well, 125 milligrams of THC, um, and that's about two to four doses of bar, depending upon uh, your um, tolerance level. Um, they happen to go ahead and, and carry a gluten-free product, and it is vegan-friendly as well. Um, and their product contains uh, rolled oats, flaxseed, um, hemp hearts, um, and uh, let's see, what else we got here? Um, we've got, uh, there's actually beef jerky um, out there now too, uh, infused beef jerky. Um, there's uh, pineapple turnover cake, and these are honor honorable mentions. Um, this one sounded fantastic, and I really would like to try it. It's a bacon peanut butter cup um, infused, um, and basically it, it's a peanut butter cup topped with like bacon bits, um, and it is one dose, um, and it's got two grams of cannabis, a quarter gram of hash, and a quarter gram of keef. Um, inside um, and uh, but it sounds like a fun definitely sounds like a fun thing to try um, so those are some ideas of, of things that came in in terms of uh, cannabis edibles at this past weekend's uh, cannabis cup um, for also all you out there that are listening um, on Tuesday nights and Thursday nights when we have our live show like we are now uh, we do have a chat function that for some people does work, some people doesn't work. I have spent hours trying to figure out why it's not working for some and why it's working for others. Um, but we do have a, a live chat feature, which is on CanHatRadio.com's uh, website. You can come in and join us, um, an interactive chat. Um, and sometime in the near future, we would like to go ahead and uh, you know have the chat open and available uh, throughout the course of the day. So if people have any questions, comments, or concerns, they can chat with somebody live. Um, but we'll let you all know when that's going to go ahead and uh, happen. Um, so one of the major components of, of most edible foods is cannabis butter. 
Um, and as I said last week, um, or, or yeah, last Thursday show, I did talk about how I make cannabis butter. And there's there's a lot of ways to make it. Um, the way that I described in last week's show about taking about two days to process it will give you the most flavorful uh, butter, the most bang for your buck as far as I'm concerned. And also, um, for those of you who have had edibles in the past, it doesn't have that really high... Um, uh, cannabis flavor twinge to it or the smell after it's after it's cooked with so if you transport like brownies or cookies or whatnot you know it's not gonna be like you open the container somewhere and you all of a sudden it'll be an overwhelming smell of, of cannabis um so edibles are, are, are a good way to um you know also discreetly transport your medication um where you need to uh, go to however um i do not recommend you know, being brazen with it and just kind of like, you know, handing it out in front of cops and, you know, things like that. Just, you know, obviously don't be stupid. Use your discretion. Um, now, there are places that definitely, um, that, uh, that sell um, cannabis butter as well. Um, you can go ahead and, like, for example, um, marijuana edibles.com is like a whole marijuana marketplace um they're all for oh, free overnight delivery anywhere in california for patients um same day delivery in some cases and and their menu is is um unbelievable when it comes to edibles i mean they have um mary butter they have drops they have lemonade they have health and beauty products they have uh cakes caramels cupcakes fudge drops suckers toffees drinks i mean oils, um, infused olive oil, um, cooking oils. Um, a very basic way to go ahead and make um, olive oil, oils, butters, extract is, is always use low heat. You don't want to use high heat when you're making something. Um, if you're going to make, if you want to you know, do something quickly and, and make like a dressing or a topping or whatnot, um, I like using olive oil personally when I cook a lot. So one of the best ways to, to make like a quick olive oil um, is... Uh, one thing I was going to say, if you're going to be doing cooking and you're going to be making different um, items, I recommend getting a lot of cheesecloth because you're going to be using the cheesecloth a lot to strain out the plant material um, after you're done making the oil or the butter or, or whatnot. Um, old school, I mean, I remember back in the day of, of when I was not as knowledgeable, you know, making a bunch of brownies, get Duncan Hines mix, you know, ground up some butter, throw it in the mix too, and, you know, so on and so forth, and that were pot brownies, but I have learned uh, in my, I learned from my errors, my ways, and uh, have improved to a much more uh, beneficial ways. So uh, low heat, uh, just take some olive oil or really any oil you, you would like to, to use. Um, you, I recommend getting a good grinder or even a coffee grinder, um, an electric coffee grinder. Um, put your butt into there. Now ratio it out. Um, you know, if you're just cooking a little bit of oil you don't need to put a whole lot of butt in it um i would say the best way to do it if you want to make for example like a bottle of salad dressing um you can take about an eighth or a quarter of ground finely ground up cannabis um put it into a saute pan um put your olive oil in there in a low heat um and let it uh slowly simmer and cook i would say i mean you can raise the heat too but again you kind of get that burnt uh, plant tasting flavor if if you don't go ahead and and 
and kind of take a little bit of time to do it. This doesn't, doesn't take days, but I would say take about you know half hour, forty minutes to I mean half hour to an hour uh, to simmer the oil with with the butter. I mean the oil with the cannabis, and uh, you know take in a pan and keep stirring it uh, quite frequently, um, just so it doesn't stick and burn. And then uh, once that's done, take the cheesecloth. Uh, use glass containers too. Using plastic around hot oil and hot things like that is not advisable. Um, yes, I have learned from my mistakes. Yes, I was dumb enough to go ahead and do that at some point in my life to take really hot oil, put it into a plastic container, and put a hole right through the plastic container and have all the stuff land up on my floor. But you know, we all learn from stupid things that we do. Um, so yes, uh, using glass containers, and I'm going to fall back to uh, mason jars great great product you can buy a whole bunch of them at one time uh, pretty much anywhere um, pick those up uh, so you're going to take the uh, oil and the material put it through cheesecloth into the container and then you'll be left with you know basically cannabis infused um, olive oil and the process really goes with all the other oils too obviously if it's a, a, a thinner oil um, or a thicker oil the time is going to go ahead and, and um, vary um, one question somebody asked me is how about cooking with like, you know, animal fat, such as people, you know, save their bacon grease, so on and so forth. It's the same exact process. Um, but animal fat is a binder. Fat's a binder for THC. Um, so you can use less amount of cannabis, um, and you're going to get a higher residual effect. Uh, the more fatty the oil, um, the more the THC is going to bind to the oil. Um, so all, all those methods of, of making the oil kind of fall under, um, the same concept. Just use a low heat, no more than an hour, um, and you'll be able to get really whatever you want. For example, like I, I did um, an uh, olive oil uh, base one time, and I ended up putting it all over a chicken, and then I did a rotisserie chicken with it. You know, I seasoned it, coated the whole chicken, opened the rotisserie. So basically, it was a cannabis infused rotisserie chicken that I made. And it was really good. And, you know, you can use the oil for everything. You can put it in salad dressing. You can put it on top of your salad. You can, you know, really use it um, in everything. Um, you know, as I said on, on last week's show, I aspire to one day, um, you know, at, at some point in time, actually own a restaurant that is going to be a, just a strictly cannabis cuisine restaurant where everything's going to be infused with, with cannabis. And, you know, every time I've been talking about lately, I'm really uh, thinking about... Um, you know, hemp fest that comes up because uh, last year, you know, uh, on the first night, whatever, we had the VIP party and all the food there was, was cannabis infused and it was some really, really good food and uh, definitely looking forward to uh, getting some of that stuff. Um, when we come back, I'm actually going to go over some recipes um, for some of my favorite uh, items. Um, we're going to take a quick break now, and uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes with more Cannabis Network Radio. Won't you come my way? Welcome back to Cannabis Network Radio. You are listening to tunes from Brian Clark Miller and Christy Linnae um, while we were on break. Um, you're listening to Cannabis Network Radio, and I am your host, David Kowalski. Um, we are going to jump into some of my favorite um, recipes. Um, of Actually, you know what? I have a question that I got here while, while I stepped away. Um, space cakes. Space cakes um, really are only available. I've never seen space cakes actually branded space cakes here in the States. Um, I've only found them in Amsterdam. 
um, or Holland, I should say, um, and some of the shops there. Um, they are literally what, what they say they are. They will get you very spacey. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head how much THC is in a space cake, um, but I know from experience that it will definitely, it has a very high um, uh, cerebral um, effect um, and definitely um, gives you couch lock. Um, I remember one of the first times I had a space cake, actually, I was, um, I'm not really say hallucinating, but it was a pretty surreal experience because um, I ate the whole thing. Um, I had that problem the first couple times I did like food stuff. I, I ate, I ate it all, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, I've been smoking forever. I'm a big guy, no problem. And yeah, um, don't, if they tell you really just to have half or a quarter, just have half or a quarter, try it first, you know, then say, Hey, you know, maybe I want more of a buzz or more high, at least try the recommended dosage first. Um, wait at least an hour, um, because, uh, eating, uh, cannabis, um, takes a little bit more time to process in your system than smoking it um, because it has to get into your stomach, your acid, then has to process into your system as we're smoking it or vaporizing gets it almost um, automatically into your bloodstream through inhalation through your lungs. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about space cakes. Um, I can, uh, um, if you, whoever sent me the message, if you want to send me your email um, address, um, I can go ahead and, and look, do some research uh, for you about space cakes and send you the information, but I can just tell you from my experience, um, they are legit. Um, the space cake brand is available. Um, it's kind of like a moon pie, um, uh, is available in Holland. Um, I do not know of any that are available here in the States and I do not know how to make them. Um, but I will get you the information if you provide me with, uh, your email address. Um, okie dokie. So now, um, one of, one of my f- favorite things is, uh, hot hot chocolate i know it's summertime now um but hot chocolate is always um good um basically it's very simple you just get little four grams of cannabis some whole milk light cream um unsweetened or dark chocolate um a half a teaspoon of vanilla uh five tablespoons of sugar um a little bit of salt um and if you want cinnamon i'm not a big cinnamon fan in my hot chocolate some people like it um the salt uh, definitely enhances the chocolate flavor. I don't know if anyone's ever had sea salt dark chocolate, but um, it's kind of good. Um, basically, you just put everything into the uh, saucepan. Um, you're going to go ahead and um, use finely chopped cannabis. Uh, for recipes like this, I, again, I recommend taking not uh, trim, but actual cannabis and getting a uh, electric coffee grinder and that will get down to a really fine uh, consistency um it's up to you whether you want to go ahead and uh you know want to strain it or not um but it would go ahead and uh um i don't think the taste really is going to make that big of a difference if you strain it or not especially if you're using a coffee grinder um that gets it to almost like a powdery consistency um but uh pot hot chocolate is uh one of my favorites, uh, garlic herb mashed potatoes. Um, I like a lot. Um, you can actually use, um, can of butter, um, with this. Um, if you need a can of butter recipe, uh, email me at david at and I'll go ahead and, uh, send you, uh, my recommended, uh, can of butter recipe. Um, but basically it's like garlic, uh, mashed potatoes. Uh, you're going to do uh, four large garlic 
cloves of garlics, cut them up, um, put some extra virgin olive oil, some basil, some black pepper, kosher salt, um, or coarse sea salt, um, heavy cream. Um, if you want to add some cream cheese or ricotta cheese to it, you can go ahead and do that too. Um, you can add some butter. Um, and then depending upon obviously the servings of how you want it. Now, there's two options you can use. You can use can of butter, or if you don't have can of butter, again, you can kind of use um, finely. When I say finely, again, using an electric coffee grinder, almost like down to powder. Um, it's almost like adding uh, the cannabis to your food, almost like uh, pepper. Um, very finely, not coarse ground, but finely ground pepper. It's almost like a powder. Um, so if you add that to your food, um, you know, like that, finely ground, you could do that as well. Um, even though I do recommend using, uh, you know, cannabis oil or cannabis butter uh, for the mashed potatoes. Um, one thing also which um, I personally like is you can also make peanut butter um, and infuse the peanut butter with cannabis. Um, and then you can make like peanut butter balls or you can make, um, one of my favorites actually is you take um, peanut butter you take finely ground cannabis, this actually is not using cannabis butter or cannabis peanut butter, but you take finely ground pe uh, cannabis, you mix it into the peanut butter because of the consistency of the peanut butter. You don't really taste the the um, the, the plant material, especially when it's finely ground. And then you take uh, chow mein noodles, you mix that into the peanut butter, and you take a little bit of corn syrup, and you kind of mix it all together. And then you take dark chocolate or milk chocolate, whatever your preference is, and then you pour it on top of the Chinese noodles and peanut butter and whatnot and then you let it put it in the refrigerator or freezer and let it kind of uh, come together and then it's kind of like peanut buttery crunchy chocolatey goodness um, I'm like sitting here talking about food and I'm like getting hungry and I love to cook I, I'll say that I, I do love to cook um, I, I, I've been told I'm a good cook um, and I don't know why I don't do this more frequently um, Another thing you can do is uh, wake and bake breakfast sandwiches. Basically, again, you're using cannabis butter. You make um, eggs like you would. Uh, basically, fry the egg in cannabis butter. Um, put some cheese on top of it. You can use cannabis butter to put on your English muffin or bagel. Um, whatever you're putting it on, you can add bacon if you'd like. Um, if not, not. Um, go ahead and make it into like a regular egg and cheese sandwich. But again, you're using um, cannabis uh, butter. Um, biscuits, I like, uh, these, um, it is, um, it's basically simple, um, it's, it's like, you take a Ritz cracker, or similar to that, um, you take a teaspoon of butter, a little slice of cheese, and a little bit of cannabis, and you go ahead and, uh, you basically, it, it is kind of like a finger food. You take the cracker, you put a little bit of butter on top, a little bit of the cheese, you sprinkle the cannabis on top, stick it in the microwave or toaster oven, uh, just for the cheese to melt and kind of infuse the cannabis, and voila, there you go. Um, popcorn, uh, that's another great snack, cannabis-infused popcorn. Uh, you can use the cannabis oil, uh, basically, to pop your popcorn in, um, and then... If you want, you can even take finely ground cannabis and mixture your salt, uh, mix it together, and then toss it on top of the popcorn when it's done, and you can actually add some extra um, infusion to that. Um, tea. Tea is really the easiest thing to make um, with cannabis, especially if you don't want to deal with like grinding, if you don't want to deal with whatever. Um, save your stems. Um, basically, when you're going ahead and picking apart your cannabis, just save your stems. And when you have, I'm going to say, like maybe about a, a, a small baggie full 
of them, like a snack baggy kind of size for them. Take those uh, stems from, you know, you're picking out the bud, um, put it into hot water, um, let it steep for like 10 or 15 minutes um, with a tea bag um, in there. Uh, then just simply, again, use cheesecloth or you can just use like a, a, a tea, a regular strainer um, and just pour the tea from one cup into another cup. And you can just use that by using cannabis stems. It's not going to be a huge um, like high or whatever, but it's definitely a good um, nighttime uh, having a cup of tea uh, to, you know, uh, kind of bring down um, your night. Um, now, hash. um if you have access to hash, um, making fudge um, is really good. Um, I like calling it hash fudge. Um, this basically is three quarters cup of heavy cream, two cups of sugar, teaspoon of cornstarch, um, two ounces of, of unsweetened or semi-sweet chocolate, three grams of hash, three tablespoons of butter, and a, ta and a tablespoon of vanilla. And basically you're going to use a saucepan and you're gonna combine everything together. Um, if you want to go ahead and I recommend using a candy thermometer or a cooking thermometer with this, you want to get it to about 240, 250 degrees and remove it from the heat. Um, then you go ahead and uh, mix the hash and butter together and uh, mix it all together into the chocolate mixture. Um, but don't stir it um, until the temperature of the fudge gets to about 100, 110 degrees, which is why it's kind of important to use a thermometer um, stir it together for seven minutes and then it's going to get kind of thick and hard uh, to stir once it's there you got the right consistency you can put it into a pan and just let it cool down and voila there you got your uh, hash fudge um, there is uh, another another thing also if you want to go ahead and make s'mores um, you can go ahead because of the consistency if you go ahead and you uh use again the the very very finely ground using an electric coffee grinder uh grind your cannabis down basically you're going to go ahead and and make uh like s'mores like you typically do um but when you go ahead and uh take the chocolate and the marshmallows whatever um take uh some of the cannabis and just sprinkle it on top of the chocolate so when the chocolate melts the the fine cannabis powder that you get from the grinder will melt into the chocolate and then between the chocolate the melted marshmallows and the graham crackers and you can do this in the microwave too um, will be a gooey messy deliciousness um, that will give you a nice bud um, and again you don't need to use tremendous amounts of cannabis you know use you know what you have put it in a grinder grind down thin and kind of use it like a like a condiment um, like salt pepper like you'd put anything onto a product um, these are all things that will give you a nice buzz good feeling um, and uh, for people who don't want to smoke these are really quick um, ingredients um, as to um, how to throw something together for like finger food snacks etc etc um, marijuana meatloaf happens to be one of my favorites and it's an easiest thing it's easy to make um, basically you just take uh, about a quarter ounce of cannabis uh, finely ground um, you're gonna take about a pound pound and a half of ground beef um, you know and then the rest of the stuff is taking eggs some saltines or crackers or breadcrumbs whatever you decide to use um, use some uh, tomato soup uh, some onion soup mix um, you can put uh, green or red peppers into it if you choose to some people like peppers some people don't um, some onions 
and then you mix everything together. Um, again, cannabis is kind of like just like basil or parsley or anything else. In this case, it doesn't need to be super fine. If it is super fine, that's fine as well. Um, but re using a regular grinder, so it kind of looks like oregano or basil or, or any type of other condiment you'd put on it, uh, just mix it into the mix and cook it that way. Um, as a matter of fact, I think maybe I'll make that this week. Um, now that I'm talking about it, you know, but... Uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe when I'm in a state that I can make it, because you know, obviously, we gotta abide by our rules and regulations and things like that. But uh, yeah, talking about all this food is is definitely making me hungry. Um, and then uh, last but but not least um, is probably my favorite is pesto. Um, making pesto with cannabis is probably one of the easiest things to do because you're grinding everything together anyway. So uh, just take some uh, basil. I'm going to say two cups of basil, maybe a half a cup of pine nuts, um, salt and pepper. Um, add olive oil to the consistency that you like to it while you're uh, using a food processor to blend it. Um, throw in your cannabis as well. Um, you want to use about a cup to a cup and a half of uh, Parmesan cheese, um, salt and pepper to taste, and uh, as much fresh garlic as you'd like to put in there. Uh, use a food processor to blend it all together, and voila, you got cannabis pesto, um, which you can use on your pasta. You can use it. I personally like using, I like having Brussels sprouts and actually mixing pesto and with the Brussels sprouts after I roast them, and uh, add some garlic to that and and whatnot. Um, but uh, those are just a few of my uh, favorite um, cannabis recipes. Um, I can go on and on. Maybe one day I'll go ahead and. Uh, write a cannabis cookbook or something but there are a million out there and I'm sure there's a million recipes also if you just go into Google um, or whatnot and Google cannabis recipes um, but uh, yeah I actually just did that now and boom you got like all different kinds of stuff coming up um, but you know again cooking with cannabis can be fun uh, one thing which I'm going to go ahead and reiterate is that do not I'm guilty of this as a teenager and as a young adult it's not good to dose people. Don't give infused products or, or Medicaid stuff to people when they're not when they don't know about it. Um, I know it could be funny. I know it can be whatever. If you really want to know what someone's going to be like, you can always lie to them and have a placebo effect and tell them that you know their pot brownie is or it's pot this and see if there's a placebo effect that may take place. But don't dose anybody like unknowingly. Um, that's not cool, um, and I don't condone it. I don't recommend it. Um, you know, make sure you tell everyone that, that they're eating something that contains cannabis in it. Um, because, you know, we, you read news stories about people that brought in cookies to work. And I know some people think that everyone is open to, to cannabis. And, you know, people might be if you discuss it with them. Um, you know, my parents, you know, uh, it took a long time. But, you know, they, they you know, tried cannabis for the first time in edibles. And uh, the conversation did start actually talking about dosing um, them. And I decided that I wasn't going to do that. I was just going to be honest and tell them that's what I was doing. And uh, that was probably the best course of action to take. And that's uh, what I recommend for everyone to do um, is just uh, be smart. Um, don't be foolish with uh, the things that you do. Um, your responsibility and the actions that you take uh, for your friends and the people around you uh, do reflect not only upon you but the entire cannabis community as well because if you know somebody ends up in the hospital uh, because they're not feeling right not because it's going to hurt them or anything but some people don't understand or know how to process it if they never had it before it does not give any benefit to the cannabis culture and our community and, and the efforts we're trying to make so uh, again just be smart when you're doing it have a good time 
um, enjoy yourself with the food that you're eating and making um, and uh, you know again just be smart and responsible um, I want to go ahead and and uh, clarify something that's not on the topic of food but on the topic of things that are going on here in Florida um, in regard to this HB 49 otherwise known as a Florida bong ban um, that's taking effect July 1st. Um, I've been getting a lot of questions, a lot of people calling me about it. Um, I thank people for reaching out to me. I'm glad I'm able to help some of you out. Others, you know, I'm sorry that you're just not, don't want to take my advice or uh, accept my guidance, but there's nothing I can tell you except for uh, I don't know what's going to happen. And that's, and, and that's my honest answer to everyone. I do not know what's going to happen. Um, I only can, can speculate based upon, you know, people that I've spoken to, attorneys, on what's going to happen after July 1st. So to tell you what's going to happen for certain, I cannot do. Um, but my uh, myself and, and some legal ac experts I did speak with um, do feel that um, it's going to be used as a revenue stream uh, for the state of Florida, and you know you are going to be in jeopardy um, after July 1st if you are selling uh, glassware uh, products, uh, paraphernalia, etc. Now there has been some confusion, and this is actually why I brought up the topic of conversation in regard to uh, whether it's going to be felonies, so on and so forth, because people are saying, "Oh well, if you have it, uh, uh, it's going to be a felony." So I'm going to clarify. If you have a pipe or if you have anything in your possession that is, has residue or has been used for consuming any type of illegal substances in the state, it is, instead of being a misdemeanor like it used to be, it is considered a Class 2 felony now. And it will fall under the Florida three-strike rule. So, time to start smoking more joints. Time to go ahead and get portable vaporizers. Um, just make sure that you know when you're riding around after July 1st, you're not you're not carrying anything dirty um, on you or something that's easily disposable. Um, it has no correlation to if you purchase or if you like order a bong online. Um, that you know as soon as it's delivered at your front door, the, the you know police are going to come there and raid your place and give you a felony. Um, two totally separate things. Uh, you cannot purchase. Uh, you will not be able to purchase any type of quote unquote paraphernalia. In the state of Florida, no transaction be allowed for this type of material after July 1st. Um, and then the whole thing with the felony with the quote-unquote paraphernalia is separate, is that if they do find um, any type of paraphernalia on you, um, but I'm going to say this as well, never consent to a search. Never consent to a search. Just say no. Um, stand your ground. It is your right to do so. Um, do not let the people intimidate you. Do not let the people... Uh, do not let the police get under your skin. Um, I will be actually coming out with a book, I hope by the middle end of the summer, that I have been working on diligently um, called Close Encounters with the Law Enforcement Kind, How to Deal with the Police in Said Situations. Um, it's not going to be a huge book, but it will be a book nonetheless, um, and it will be my first, and I'll be looking forward to uh, getting that out, and I'll be providing some more information about that um, as, you know, I guess August-ish comes closer. Um and uh, we get uh, the publication dates uh, firmed up uh, for that. Um, but uh, don't consent to a search. Be smart with what you're doing. Be safe out there. Um, and remember, uh, after July 1st, just be careful with what you're doing here in the state of Florida um, because they're really going to be looking to make a mark on this. And, and I don't want to have to be running to court you know, every week with people um, you know, fighting this, I will, and you know, or, or we'll make it happen, and, and we'll give as much support as we can, um, because it's something that I believe in. 
but just be smart and you know try not to feed into the press and and remember um if you ever have a problem a concern um you have the right to remain silent um and you they need to go ahead and get a warrant um to go through your property so on and so forth just don't say yes it will not make anything easier or not make anything better if you say yes if they tell you it will they're lying to you um so i just want everyone to be protected if anyone has any questions at all about you know hb 49 or any other laws or whatnot whether it be in your state um please feel free to go ahead and send me an email at david at radio.com um, and i will go ahead and uh, try to get back to you with the best information or a resource to get the information from just as quickly as possible um, everyone out there in uh, digital radio listener land i'm wishing you all a wonderful and safe evening uh, be smart be happy um, be medicated and have a good night